Hi there. This week's episode discusses the occult and may not be suitable for all audiences. Parental discretion is advised. Just Chidi the Podcast, presented by Just Chidi Productions. Hi there. I'm your host, Bon Du. In this week's episode, we talk about cheese and witchcraft. <gasps> we talk cheese rituals, Ooh. groaning cheese, tyromancy, trick or treat, okay. and we might even talk about Munster. Oh. And of course, we tell a very cheesy joke. Yeah, we do. Stay tuned for our second Halloween edition of Just Cheesy, the podcast. Season two, episode twenty-four. Did you know that in Katherine Paulson's 1971 book, The Complete Book of Magic and Witchcraft, there is a quote that says, you may fascinate a woman by giving her a piece of cheese. Oh boy. And apparently, cheese and witchcraft go back quite a long way. They do? According to an article called The Spellbinding History of Cheese and Witchcraft, on the website theconversation.com, they talk about a 12th century mystic named Hildegard von Bingen. Hildegard compared cheesemaking to the miracle of life, where you make something from nothing. In Homer's The Odyssey, Circe uses a drink made of cheese to turn people into animals. Uh Isabel Maine in 1650 was convinced her milk was cursed and that it wouldn't turn into cheese. She hired a magician, performed a counter curse, so that the milk would curdle. She was told to carry a stick of rowan wood when she milked cows in the future so that she could protect the milk from, quote, evil eyes. On the website culturecheesemag.com, in an article called Witchy Ways, (laughs) Cast Spells and Predict the Future with Cheese, they talk about some historical and current witchcraft and cheese. They say that because cheese can be carved with symbols and eaten with intention, that it's been used to carry both pagan and Christian spells. They summon good fortune, provide protection, or heal illness. One myth from Iceland says a suitor would carve cheese with symbols before giving it to a young woman, hoping she'd fall in love. Aww. In Pebbleshire, Scotland, two rocks mark a spot called the cheese well. Okay. According to the superstition, people who pass by throw a nibble of cheese into the well as an offering to fairies. Wow. But what's interesting is, on this website, they talk about DIY cheese witchery. Wow. Apparently... You can compel someone into action by carving a phrase of intention onto cheese and placing it at their doorstep. Okay. This next one makes me think of the toy, the Magic 8-Ball. Interesting. Where in this one, you carve one-word answers onto a fresh wheel of cheese. Okay. Leave it in a space until mold begins to form. Ew. And the first word to fill with mold is the correct answer. Of course. If you want to know who will succeed in a task, give an animal an assortment of cheeses, each with the person's name carved in it, and the animal will eat the winner's name first. Sure, sure. Makes sense. Apparently. Apparently, if you suspect someone of being a thief, there's a few words you can write on cheese, give it to the accused, and if they are guilty, they won't be able to swallow it. I don't know about you, Cheesy, but I never knew so many spells could be used with kitchen witchery. Right? Of course, I never knew there was such a thing as kitchen witchery. (laughs) Me neither. From witchery to ritual, 
Say that three times fast. Witchery, ritual, what now? We go to a website called thecourtyarddairy.co.uk. Apparently in an 1841 book, we learn about something called groaning cheese. Groaning Groaning cheese is named because of the noise a woman makes when she's giving birth to a child. Ah. During a christening, a large wheel of cheese was cut in the middle in such a way that a ring is formed. Okay. The newborn baby is to be passed through the ring of cheese when christened. Okay. Essentially emulating the birth. Okay. And then everybody that was present at the christening is given chunks of cheese. Nice. The article is about Andy and Kathy from the Courtyard Dairy. They reenacted the groaning cheese with their own baby. (laughs) Really? Both Andy and Kathy have worked in the cheese industry for Uh, many years in the UK and in France. Okay. They said that seeing their newborn into the world through the middle of a cheese seemed particularly fitting for the son of dedicated cheesemongers. Of course. You can see a picture of the reenactment in the show notes for this week's episode. Nice. Courtyard Dairy, not a sponsor. Nope. But if they were, their ad would go right here. According to wikipedia.com, Tyromancy means divination by studying the coagulation of cheese. Tyro what? The word comes from the ancient Greek. Okay. Turos, meaning cheese. Okay. And I'm going out on a limb here. Oh, boy. Mantia, oh. meaning prophecy. Whoa. I'm sorry. If I'm botching the Greek, uh. divining or divination is foreseeing or foretelling the future. Ooh. According to mentalfloss.com, the shapes of the holes and cheeses were thought to hold meaning. Really? A heart shape could indicate love, Aww. and some holes could be read as initials. Ooh. According to the website occult-world.com, they say that the number of holes, the pattern of mold, or other characteristics of the cheese could predict the future. Wow. And according to Occultopedia, they say young maidens in countryside villages would figure out the name of their future husbands by writing all the names of the prospective suitors on separate pieces of cheese. Wow. The one that grew mold first yeah. was believed to be the ideal love mate. Wow. And just like the magic eight ball from earlier, <laughs> if you put questions on separate pieces of cheese and place them inside a cage with a hungry rodent, the piece that was eaten first would provide your answers. Of course. No good Halloween would be complete without trick or treat. Ooh, trick or treat. Well, according to thestarryeye.pipepad.com, in an article called Sam Hain, All Hallows Eve, Halloween, A History. Oh, wow. They say that Halloween originates from an ancient Celtic celebration. Wow. It's based on the Feast of Sam Hain. And I might be butchering this, so I apologize. Here we go again. Essentially, the holiday marked the end of the harvest and the beginning of the new Celtic year. They believed that the border between the living and the dead was thinner on this night, known as Ancestor Night. Wow. So the souls of the dead could enter the land of the living. And to protect yourself from roaming evil spirits, the Celts would appease them by offering them treats. treats. And the idea of wearing costumes actually comes from this same celebration where the Celts were disguising themselves and that that would let them communicate with the spirit world. It was customary during this celebration that you would leave an empty chair and a plate of food for any dead guests so that they would not be offended. Nice. And it's believed the custom of trick-or-treating may have originated from an old Irish custom of going door-to-door to collect bread 
cheese, nuts, and apples in preparation for the feast at Samhain. I love it. Getting candy at Halloween is pretty awesome, but could you imagine getting cheese? (laughs) Wow. That would be so great. So according to Wikipedia, Munster, M-U-E-N-S-T-E-R, cheese is made in the United States. It is? It's thought to be an imitation of a washed rind Munster cheese, M-U-N-S-T-E-R, introduced by German immigrants. Now, Munster is up there in one of my favorites. It's pale in color, smooth in texture, and it has an orange rind. Yep. This is a cow's milk cheese, and the orange rind, I always thought it was from paprika, but apparently it's from annatto. And as we've talked before, annatto is used as a coloring for some cheeses like cheddar and colby, but it's also a seasoning that tastes a little bit sweet and a little bit nutty. And because it melts really well, it's common in dishes such as grilled cheese, tuna melts, Mm. quesadillas, cheeseburgers, Uh mac and cheese, and sometimes even pizza. Holy cow. Are you ready for a joke, Cheesy? I'm ready. What is Frankenstein's favorite cheese? Duh, fondue. It's Munster. You guessed it. <laughs> Munster. Yep. <laughs> Get it? Oh, yeah. Munster. It's so cheesy. Oh, I knew this one was going to be a little bit cheesy. Thanks for listening to Just Cheesy the Podcast, Season 2, Episode 24, Halloween Part 2. Thank you. We appreciate you listening every week. Yeah, we do. Join us next week as we celebrate National Fun with Fondue Day. That's you. I can't wait. Stay cheesy, everybody.